Welcome to the In the Money Podcast for Saturday, January 6th, first one of 2024. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. We'll take a look at the late pick four at Gulfstream Park. It includes three non-graded stakes races, but uh, starts out with a starter optional claimer, Jim, in race eight for three-year-olds, straight three-year-olds. It's either the 16K claiming level or horses that haven't won a race other than, and it's on the Tapita at a mile and a 16th. How'd you see this one? Yeah, when we talked about doing this card, I, I looked at it, and, and they're all three-year-olds, which means they were two-year-olds a week ago. So there's not a lot of history here. Their, their first start is three-year-olds at all these races we're going to do today. So um, it's like two-year-old plus. First race I thought was fairly formful. Uh, I had a hard time picking between tap it three times with Paco Lopez on the inside with a lot of speed coming out of uh, the same race as the horse that won it, which is the three-horse. I guess that's Reza's Rolex, or Reza's Rolex. Uh, and Orsano trains both of them. So he finished 1-2 in the race on December 7th, coming back just a little bit longer, mile and 16th instead of a mile and 70. Uh, those two horses finished right together, and I couldn't separate them here either. So they're my top two picks. And I will look for a horse coming out of a different race, just in case that race is not as strong as I think it was. And I went with Papa Do, Papa Do for Jorge Delgado. Um, he is um, a good trainer, 21% for the uh, year 2023. So this is off a little bit of a layoff, but um, the horse comes out of Maiden 16,000 where he broke his Maiden, won by three-quarters of a length at 6-1. to one. Uh, comes back at a longer distance on the Tapita. He obviously had a an affinity for the Tapita, and uh, maybe he moves up here in his third lifetime start. So uh, this one, uh, I thought, went through those three race, those three horses, um, and I feel fairly safe in saying that I could get through the pick four with those three. Let's see what you think. Yeah, I took uh, those first two you mentioned coming out of the same race, uh, Reza's Rolex and uh, Tap It Three Times. On the ticket, I took a horse named Magic Shadow on top. The race last time, this horse got his best buyer figure yet. He's adding Lasix, and I think there's a little more speed than there was in his last race, which would give him could give him a little better chance to turn the table on those uh, other two. And then the other one I'm going to look at is Painter's Prodigy, who was a first out winner at Laurel when uh, he debuted there. And Saez taking the mount is what really intrigued me on this one. So I'm going to add that one to my pick four ticket as well and go four deep in uh, what is, it looks like a, like you, a fairly probably formful race here. The ninth race is three-year-old fillies, and they go a mile on the turf. It's the Ginger Brew Stakes. I ended up taking a horse on the outside, not wild about the 12-hole, but uh, life's an audible. Uh, I'll take my chances with the post position if I get some value on a Pletcher runner this time of year down in Florida. And I think that could happen here because of the post position. So it's narrowly missed in the grade two Miss Grillo and then uh, didn't run as well next time out. But if she can overcome the post, I think she's got a shot to uh, get the money here. Azora for Clement and Tyler Gaffleon uh, won here at Gulfstream on the 9th of December. Uh, that's the four. The uh, five time to dazzle is uh, Mark Cassie trainee with a good bit of speed which could be a valuable commodity in this field nicely drawn to out of the five hole and then uh, if I go deeper Wakesu a big improvement in the turf debut uh, in a maiden win so just off the the turf improvement 
going to include that one on my pick four ticket. How'd you see the ginger brew? I like the first three that you mentioned, but I also like a horse in here that you didn't mention named Yada, the 10 horse for Grand Motion. Uh, coming out of the Del Mar race, uh, she raced at Keeneland back in October in allowance race and finished second. Fabian Pratt was riding that day. Went off at 2-1, to one, got beat by a dozen diamonds. Uh, Graham shipped her to Del Mar for the Jimmy Durante, and she didn't disgrace herself. She goes off at 7-1, to one, runs third, got beat a length and a quarter with Raspoli up, and gets Owen Murphy, good uh, foreign rider for, uh, for motion here in this, in this one. And uh, Yada is going to come from way out of it, but she's drawn perfectly to do that. Uh, there is some substantial speed in here, I think, and I think it sets up well for her. I'm going to use the three that you mentioned, Ozara for Clement, Time to Dazzle for Mark Cassie, and Life's Inaudible for Pletcher. I don't like that 12-hole either, but this horse, this filly ran in the Breeders' Cup juvenile filly turf after she almost won the Miss Griot at uh, Aqueduct. So uh, ran behind hard to justify in both those races, so she is certainly fits on class. And then I'm going to use San Pantaleo for Bill Mott coming off a maiden special weight win at Aqueduct, but very impressive that day. Uh Big jump up from the Saratoga debut, so she got a lot better late in her two-year-old year, and this is the first time out of the three-year-old, of course. 81 buyer last time out, and might get a price with Johnny V riding for Bill Mott. So five deep in the second leg. Obviously, I don't have a strong choice. Yeah, I thought this was a race where you could uh, go really deep if your budget permitted it or if you could narrow down somewhere else, which I had trouble doing. So that's why I only went four deep here, but I, there were other horses, especially the motion trainee you mentioned that I thought were uh, intriguing in this spot. The 10th race is three-year-olds going six furlongs on the main track of the Limehouse. How would you see this one? I took two horses that come out of the Breeders' Cup last year at Santa Anita. Uh, one of them, uh, however, is on the turf, but I'm just thinking that there's, there's back class here. Uh, Valiant Force almost won the juvenile turf sprint. Uh, got beat at the wire by Big Evs, and but finished a half-length back has uh, have never run on the dirt before, but there's got to be a reason why they're trying uh, trying him on the dirt. I, I don't I don't know. He got an 84 buyer in that Breeders' Cup Jewel Sprint. Uh, if that form transfers over to the dirt, uh, I think he's got a huge shot in here for Delgado. Delgado's got the other horse in here that I like, um, Cuban Thunder, coming off a Tapita effort at Gulfstream and an option of 75,000. And this one ran in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year at Santa Anita. Uh, never really had a shot uh, way out of it. Um, didn't didn't compete on got, and got beat 22 links. But coming back, nice race on the Tapita. Uh, comes back to turf here. Um, the question mark on both these horses is, will they like the dirt at Gulfstream? And I just think that they are so far above the class of the other horses that I'm going to take a stand with those, just those two Delgado horses. Yeah, I, I did the exact same thing. I had the same thinking that uh, you did. I needed to narrow down somewhere, and I thought this looked like a, as good a spot as any to think that one of those two horses will get the job done. Cuban Thunder, I noted, uh, did run well in sprints over in Europe, even though he's cutting back in this spot. And um, obviously you mentioned the, the nice run in the Breeders' Cup turf sprint, uh, juvenile turf sprint for Valiant Force. So I think one of those two probably gets it done. Pick four concludes with, uh, I thought, an evenly matched group in the Dania Beach, three-year-olds on the turf at a mile. It's the companion to the ninth race for three-year-old fillies at a mile on the turf. 
And uh, I took depiction in here for Cherie DeVoe. I thought uh, she had her best year last year, and I think she had some good young horses, and so now they're turning three. And I went back and watched this horse's last race at Keeneland, and he was in a box the entire backstretch. It looked like the jock had a, a bunch of horse and just couldn't go anywhere. And finally, they turn for home, and some space opens up, but uh, the horses ahead of him just kind of kicked on, and he, and he couldn't run them down. Uh, but I thought it was you know, a really good effort and better than it looks on paper. They're switching to Gaffleone to ride this one, and uh, I think this horse off that last race could get a little overlooked and I think uh, has the ability probably to uh, compete with the best ones in here, which include Reminder, uh, who uh, improved the first time out on the turf. Palm Tree had some trouble in his race uh, at Gulfstream on the 9th of December, but has flashed some uh, nice-looking ability. Air Recruit uh, ran an 80 in uh, his uh, Breeders' Cup race. And um, back to, I think, the off-the-pace style in here. He went to the front out at uh, the Breeders' Cup, but looks like from his previous races that he's better at being in a stalking position. I think he'll be able to, to do that here. Maybe he just got a little keyed up with the crowd or whatever in the Breeders' Cup. And then the 10 is uh, Pletcher. Agate Road was fifth in uh, his Breeders' Cup race. So I'm going to use five deep to close this pick four out with depiction, a little bit of a price on top. How about you? Our tickets are, are uh, scary alike. Uh, every, every race, I think we've got the same idea. So it's either really good or really bad. I took a gate road um, for Todd Pletcher. Um, this horse comes out of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf and ran well that day. Got beat two and a half, so unquestionable, and didn't uh, didn't embarrass himself at all. And his night run a nice buyer progression of 72, 76, 81 the last three races of 2023 and won the Pilgrim a grade two at Aqueduct. So uh, already got a grade two under his belt. This is not a graded stakes, it's a listed stakes. So I think I get road is uh, going to be the favorite in here. I use Palm Tree for Brendan Walsh with, with Jose Ortiz. I use Reminder for D'Angelo and Zayas, uh, as you mentioned. I use Depiction for Sherry DeVoe, same reasons that you got. I, I like her as a trainer. She had a really good year last year. I think she's going to get better stock this year, and I think you need to keep an eye on her. The one that you did not mention that I used is Typhoon Fury, basically because of Saez uh, taking them out. George Weaver is a absolutely wonderful turf trainer um and this horse didn't run that great in the aqueduct uh listed stakes um but he had a really bad start uh, and was up wide the whole way so i think you draw a line through that one his 76 buyer and his maiden special weight in a turf race back at aqueduct fits very well with the rest of these so uh again three-year-olds first race of the year they're going to improve off their two-year-old form you just don't know which one's going to do it but i'm gonna go five deep as well i think only one different than you are all right, let's put the pick four tickets together. I have an $80 ticket, one, three, four, five to start, four, five, six, 12 in the second leg, then two, four, and then three, five, six, seven, 10 to finish it out. 80 bucks on a pick four at Gulfstream on Saturday. How about you? And I spent 75, one, three, eight with four, five, seven, 10, 12 with two, four with two, three, five, seven, 10, $75. It's a challenging card, and uh, I think there's a potential there for uh, you know, a price or two along the way and uh, a good payoff in the pick four or uh, pick five. So best of luck if you're playing down at Gulfstream. A lot of good racing around the country uh, here to start out the new year with uh, Gulfstream 
uh, Oaklawn Fairgrounds. Turfway has big full fields. Uh, you've got them up in Aqueduct. Uh, not as the fields aren't as full, but uh, there's occasionally a good spot there. So uh, just make sure you keep funds in that Keeneland Select account so you can play the races while you're watching hoops or football. Best of luck. We'll see you next week on the next edition of the In the Money Podcast for KeelanSelect.com.